0: Welcome to The Lisa Show and our book club. I'm really excited because this is our final chapter of More Than a Body, which we've been reading uh, and having different guests come on, and this chapter is called A Resilient Reunion. This is part one, and here today... I have Whitney. Introduce yourself or uh, reintroduce yourself.
1: I am Whitney Call, and uh, I'm a writer and a comedian, and I am just trying my best like the rest of us. I love yeah. it. Yeah? <laughs> yes.
0: Right? <laughs> uh, uh, this book and reading this book, and I think it's appropriate for us to talk about you know, the book as a whole, especially when we're talking about the final chapters yeah. um, here, it just— mean that to me of like yeah. it real and having conversations formally here on the book club and if you're listening to the Lisa show you can also watch the video of this book club on YouTube i hope you'll just jump over there and be able to do it um and what's been interesting about this particular book is how many conversations then that i've had about all of these things as a whole yeah. in reading this book it just It sparks so many good conversations with women. And it's interesting because you don't have to read the whole book, you know. from beginning to end. Right. Although I really do think that you should. Yes. <laughs> but uh, in order to have these kinds of conversations, it's just I'm struck with how well organized and universal these principles are, based in research and science, and and a way for us all to be able to bring it to, all to the surface, the mm-hmm. things, the angst that we kind of feel, and be able to talk about it, right, in similar ways.
1: It's kind of unifying, isn't it, to just yeah. to know that I think we all have this innate you know, almost like a like a thumb on a bruise, we all feel that kind of just ache of like, this isn't right. This this isn't really where we're supposed to be. Spending. And it's overwhelming and yeah. what do I do. All of my energy here, you know. And so to be able to kind of brush up against that, it's almost like we're all coming out of the matrix a little. <laughs> and we're all just kind of recognizing like, you're you're here too. Where? And it's like, of course. Yeah. I've been on this whole journey with you. And it's like, we're yeah. we're all on this journey. Yeah. And so it's interesting to talk um,
0: at the beginning of the chapter to frame it that way, as we look around, realizing that we're all in a similar situation to be able to address it. Um, I love right from the beginning, what sources have you turned to for help to learn how to better feel about your body? And what kinds of self-help strategies for do-it-yourself body image improvement have you done? And and what's helped and what hasn't Mm -hmm. helped? And I feel like Conversations like this in the book club and the entire series, honestly. And I know it seems, you know, self promotioning, but like, <laughs> honestly, talking about body image on the Lisa show and like breaking it down and having it be my job to have these yeah. kinds of conversations has really, really opened my eyes to the ways that I didn't know it was hurting me and the resources that I didn't realize actually helped. Right. And right. the first one being conversations with other women. Yeah. And yeah. being really vulnerable and, and doing that has helped me say, oh, I'm not the only one which I don't know. I think when you do it in shame and sort of secret, it seems bigger than it really is. Oh,
1: of course. I feel like that's the driving force that shame does for us is it kind of, it closes us in. It makes us feel smaller. It cuts us off from other people. You know, shame thrives in solitude. But then once you are able to share even just with, you know, one person around you, I think it then just kind of cracks open this this, uh, secret that shame is kind of trying to hide, which is that it's, it's happening to all of us because it's hard. And so there's nothing wrong with you for struggling with this and we can all find a way out,
0: right? Absolutely. So what kind of
1: self-improvement body image
0: (sighs) techniques have worked for you?
1: Well, it's been interesting because I read this book uh, about a month ago was when I finished it. And so I've had about a month for life to happen and things to go on. And it, has crept up again. I think once I, like, you know, closed the cover, I was like, I'm a new woman. I'm never going to see myself as anything less than a goddess (laughs) who is just full of brains and wisdom and I'm strong. But then, you know, you have all sorts of moments that these splashes come up like they say where i will like see a glance at myself where i'm like oh my goodness <laughs> like who is that that's not me why do i look like that today or and then it just kind of sticks with you the rest of the day of like oh gosh like should i be should i be tuning up my my workout regimen should i be like doing something a little bit more because i feel like i'm kind of going downhill physically And I just love how they kind of um, emphasize here to stay with yourself. Mm -hmm. And this is, oh, where do they say this? Um, That when we are able to kind of feel those splashes, we Mm -hmm. can use it to kind of then have awareness of, oh, that's what's happening to me right now. So it's not that I need to shame myself that, oh, I felt bad about my body image again, because that's going to happen. But then when I feel that way, to be able to not self-abandon, which I use this technique in so many ways for, you know, mental and emotional health. But I think it's so easy for us to say, "Well, I shouldn't feel that way. I shouldn't feel that way." Right. And this was maybe a new way that my brain could say, "Well, now you know more things, so you shouldn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be thinking that way about yourself. You know, you know what you yeah, got. You teach your kids not to to feel this exactly. way. Exactly. Like you're teaching it. So Come you on, should know it. Like you should know mm-hmm. this. Um, but then they say that on page three hundred. That sting and the splitting will be familiar reminders to come back to yourself prompting you into action through practicing your skills for body image resilience. Rather than adapting to your body shame by turning back to your comfort zone, you can turn toward what you know about yourself and your capacity for growth and change. And so to maybe just ask questions and be curious about, why do I feel like this today? I wonder what happened that made yeah. me especially sensitive to this today. Because I I mean, mm-hmm. I just heard this, this lovely sentiment that our body is a home that we're learning to love instead of leave. And so when we have this body, for better or for worse, it's ours. And so we're here to take care of it. So that goes mentally too, that if I'm having these thoughts or these body image disruptions, the, the best practice for me has been instead of just like, well, I shouldn't feel that way and trying to like leave and go somewhere else, which usually turns into like scrolling on my phone and <laughs> comparing myself to other bodies that I'm seeing on my phone right. and all these different things. Instead, I can then just kind of like be a little patient and take a pause to be like, why am I feeling that way? What's going on, brain? Like, and let's, be curious about it. Let's face it. Let's stay with it because I know this is coming up for some reason that I've been kind of like, in a rut for years to think this way. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with me. It just means I need practice. Yeah, and I love that
0: practice. I really enjoy, like, um, hearing about like what other people do, their thought process yeah. from, and so I appreciate you like taking us through it. And because I think it's going to be different for everybody, yes. and it's interesting that you use the phrase like I want it. We're here to take care of our bodies. I want to take care of it because that idea of taking care of our bodies and self care and health mm-hmm. has been weaponized against us yes. as well. Yes. And I think it's so. Uh, just like deceptive, how anything that can be good can also be turned just yes. a little bit and and used a, in a hyper focus for extremism right and I like on two eighty three they say but self care that is truly caring takes care of your whole self, not just your visible self mm-hmm. self objectification is not self care yep. so when we are beating our bodies into submission and starving them and 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 um, cutting them and like doing right a myriad of things to sort of force them in its submission of this idea that is not self-care. It is, and that line, I think, is so different for everybody, don't you think?
1: I think so. And I love that that they're kind of coming to a head here in this uh, chapter after discussing all of these other things in previous chapters mm-hmm. because the previous chapter about health yeah. and and how our bodies actually are cared for was such a release for me because I think I kept telling myself, and they they bring this up too about, you know, the idea that, well, if I get into this mindset too much about being more than a body, then I'm just going to let myself go and I'm going to go too far in that direction and I'm just going to excuse myself for for being unhealthy. When in reality, like, we, I think it's like so on our minds to be healthy, to take care of ourselves, to just, right. that, that I don't know that that's ever going to go off the radar for me, right? And so what I recognize is maybe the, the times that I'm being unhealthy are actually really from that shame-inducing oh, part sure. of me where I feel like I hate so much this part of me or, or why my body looks this way. And I can't control it. And so because I feel that shame, I'm going to numb these feelings by Mm. eating all of this unhealthy food or, you know, doing all of this. And so instead, in trying to go in this direction of it's not going to to further— unhealthy practices because I'm I'm getting at the root of what the problem is, which is the shame, which is right. the, the acceptance of who I mm. am. And once I can actually accept myself, I think then I get into that practice of, mm. well, I love this body. I want to do things that are good for it. So like, even just like this last week, I noticed I was in this rut with with you know, body image disruption. And I had been kind of in this lull where I was like, I feel bad about myself. And so then I I decided, I was like, well, I really want some oatmeal this morning. And I was like, you know what I want to put in my oatmeal? Some blueberries. Cause I just read something about how blueberries are so good for anxiety and they've got like so much antioxidants, which I, you know, you know those things about it, but to just know like, it's going to really like make my brain feel better to have these blueberries. And they tasted so good in my oatmeal. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) And so I don't mean to be like an influencer that's like, oh my gosh, like I chose that instead of chocolate chips and I'm so healthy because I do put chocolate chips in things too sometimes. But I think it was just more this thing of like my, I think my body wants like to be putting things in right now that are going to calm it. And so I search, I like search for that instead of like my body needs to stay away from things that are going to make it look like that because it's it's just so terrible that I look like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it's a difference in our motivation for everything. Yeah. And it, it made me think, because I've been, uh, you know, like looking in the mirror and thinking, well, why why do I care if my body looks like this or that? Like really mm-hmm. questioning it because yeah. I like how they – I'm like, okay, let's just ask all of the questions. Like where do my assumptions and things come from? Yeah. And I think that we're so um, a, more affected – by that outside messaging, than we truly realize. Oh, yeah. I mean, it really is. And, and because I think sometimes I will, like you said, talk myself out of it like, well, I know better. Or I think, yeah, everyone is trying to tell me that I need to be smaller and, and, um, take up less space, right? We know that that's a thing. uh, And so we look at like the body positivity movement and we say, no, I, and I look at people of lots of different heights, weights, sizes, I mean, everything, and I can see the beauty in in that, right? And so I'm thinking, so what's the disconnect for me? When it's you, yeah. When it's me, then why am I so much harsher than I am with other people? And I Mm -hmm. think it's really interesting that, um, on 272, they say, validating and appreciating the diversity of bodies that exist while inclusive and helpful on the one hand, and here, I thought it was going to solve everything. I really did. Yeah. Still centers the appearance of women's bodies as their most important feature. Yeah. And that's when I've been going, yeah, maybe you like this, maybe you don't or whatever, but also how much time does this really deserve out of your day right. or out of this moment, is this going to ruin your whole day? Right. Like, are you going to let it? Like, that to me kind of snapped, snapped me out of it. It was like, no, I don't want to be like that. Yeah. Like, I want to be funny. I want to be interesting. I want to be well-read. I right. want to be, I don't know, creative. More I, than a body. I want to be more than a body. I know. Right. It just sounds so right, <laughs> But I was like, if you really want, if that's who you really, really want to be, then give it the appropriate time and don't give it any more.
1: Oh yeah. I I love that idea that they kind of take on, you know, everybody is beautiful and all bodies are bikini sure. bodies that it's just this idea of like yes, we need more inclusiveness. But if you are if you are feeding into a system that says that we're focusing on the body, then you are still holding yes. everybody down. Yes, it just it's means still a problem. Now you're holding this type of body and yes. this type of body down. You know, and so I love where where was it? It was like I, I'm sorry to interrupt. But
0: no, like, you're good. I, I keep coming to this fact because it's so funny to me, and it's like what snaps me out. But I think my great grandmother probably didn't spend any time, like any time, worrying about what she looked like in a bikini to her other friends. Right, right. And I say that as a way to say that's so ridiculous that we even think about that. But for sure, our daughters do, or we do, or like, we're going to stop and think that. But a few generations past, that wouldn't have taken a There were more
1: things to worry about. More things to worry about. It's on page 267 where they say, we believe women are suffering not only because of the ways beauty is being defined, we are suffering because we are being defined by beauty. We are burdened with the task of looking beautiful and feeling beautiful Mm -hmm. to others as well as to ourselves. And... It made me think I was just watching a movie the other day where someone was talking about, yeah, when I was in high school, this guy bullied me and my dad said, oh, well, when you get out of high school, you're going to bloom and, and this guy's peaking in high school. And you know what? I looked on his Facebook page and he's actually doing really well. And it was this whole kind of thing. You know, We all can relate to that moment. But what he said, it froze me in that, in that moment. Because he said, this man had these two daughters and he had this successful job and he had a beautiful wife and and then he kept going. And I was like, that is the definition of success. Mm -hmm. And it just, it was rolled past so easily because we all are munching on this language that this man is successful because he has a good job, a family, a beautiful wife. And you don't even stop to think like, what does his wife do? Yeah. What kind of person is she? she what, Like, yeah. What kind of interests does she have?
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, and even if that pays off for you— Like my um, late husband used to say, like, nobody can be awesome forever. Like, the (laughs) clock is ticking on every— Like, you know, even if you just think you're so cool and you dress trendy or whatever, or you've hit, like, your body's in style for whatever, like, nobody can be awesome forever. No. No one can. And they say it a little bit more eloquently in the book. (laughs) When your empowerment is based on others' physical appraisal of you, it can be taken away as freely as it was given. Yes. And everyone— I think this is why you will see people at different points of their lives go through different crises, right? Yes. Where they first realize, oh, like I might have gotten some attention for that earlier <laughs> and now I don't. Yes. Like everybody, this mm-hmm. is a universal it's human leveling. thing. Yeah. it's leveling.
1: Well, and I think that's what makes this system so insidious, is that it's never going to be consistent and it's never going to be yeah. enduring. Like, we are always chasing after something that in reality is just like trying to hold water in our hands, Yeah, you know? And the fact that something out there is telling us, but you can. You can hold the water if you're more diligent, yeah, you're more if disciplined. You work a little bit
0: harder. If
1: you are healthier, <laughs> yep. if you, you know, do if you have, you know, the money to spend on this. If you find the right exercise regime. Right? Mm -hmm. And it just, I think it's so amazing that we're just being fed something over and over again that says you can eventually reach this mirage. When in reality it's it's not real. No. And in the meantime, we're losing so much time developing every other aspect of ourselves that I think this has to be a plan. Like this is a conspiracy. I have stumbled on a conspiracy Mm -hmm. theory. I think you have. I think you're onto something. There is, you know, and (laughs) I think all of the businesses who just want to make money are behind it. They have like teamed up with just the bowels of Satan, (laughs) just basically being like, hey, you know how women get like really strong as they age and they start mm-hmm. to learn a lot about themselves and they actually become like the fundamental units of society perpetuating our family systems. Let's make them doubt all of that because they're actually getting further from their prepubescent body types. Yes. And it's like, well, why would we want to go back to that? We we were children and we yeah. didn't know what we know now. Don't we want to kind of embody this person that we've become, this whole person, including on the outside and just recognize this is what it looks like to learn. This is what it looks like to live. But in reality, we're, we're trying to take, we're having that truth taken from us by saying, yeah, but you look like someone who doesn't look good. And it's like, why should that matter? I know.
0: When it's such a benefit to society. Right. It's not even just a benefit to the individual and to families, but to have confident, strong, intelligent women it strengthens a whole.
1: That's generation why it's a conspiracy. Of There's someone There's saying your, mm-hmm. we need the we need to be in control because if we let them actually know how cool they are and powerful and powerful, yeah. then like they'll never listen to us again. And it's like no, nope. and and I
0: I have to. It's the Pollyanna in me. I do really have to <laughs> feel that then we are the ones that can make the change. And I'm really encouraged by this book. And I think that this is a good place to end part one of chapter six of More Than a Body uh, for Lisa's Book Club. This has been such a really, really great discussion. And I hope that everyone will join us for part two of chapter six, More Than a Body with Whitney, because really the conclusion of the book, I think has so much hope and power for us in moving forward. Always love a great book club discussion. Thanks for joining us.